Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. Hey, friendo, Steve here. Yeah, and welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Available wherever podcasts can be found and, of course, taped live at the Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash Steve and Larson. Uh, we're going to be talking about tonight's WWE Smackdown. We're going to be talking about tonight's AEW Rampage. Uh, but first... Oh, this weekend, uh, nothing, nothing's going on. No shows. Oddly, it's like they all—they oh, put all the shows on September nineteenth. No surrender. What I say, September, February nineteenth. Yeah. Uh, no surrender. Uh, uh, which features? You know the title, the big title matches, and no surrender. It's wait, I do. Isn't it Moose versus W Morrissey? It is Moose versus W Morrissey. W Morrissey. Uh, it is. Do you know what the other big matches? It's. I'll give you a hint. It's a multi man. Destiny versus Good Brothers. Uh, well, I was the gonna, tag titles. There's an even bigger match going down. Uh, Jay White versus Eric Young. Is that actually happening? Yeah, it is actually happening. <laughs> you seem to know more about this than I do. Come on, what's the other one? Come on, the guy with my favorite wrestler. With Johnny Swinger. With Matt Taven. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No uh, more honor. Honor no more. Honor no more. Versus Team Ed Edwards, I'm guessing. (laughs) He's always the team guy, isn't he? He's always always (laughs) Mr. Impact. He is. Oh, man. Oh, man. Eric Young versus Knife Pervert. The auteur, provocateur, filmmaker extraordinaire, Eric Young of Young Love. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's awesome. One and the same, Steve. One and the same. Wow. Easy win for the Knife Pervert. Uh, yep, yep. Yeah, yeah, but it's, it's impact. It's impact. Anything can happen. An impact. Anything could happen. Anything could happen. Anyways, uh, uh, yeah. you want to dive in the news here, Steve? Uh, during an appearance today on Busted Open Radio, Tony Khan 
Promised. Ooh. Promised. Ooh. Huge news. Oh, wow. More signings. Huge More news. opening of the forbidden door. This is what he had to say. These transcripts are from Wrestling Observer. Quote, just in the last several weeks, we've made some big ones, talking about signings, and I plan to make some more big signings, and not in the long-term future. I mean, in the short-term f- future, I'll still be very active in the free agent market, and the forbidden door shall be opening again very soon. So I'm really looking forward to Rampage tonight. I guarantee you will make some news coming out of this show's, this night's show, and then we'll have some big news next week, too. It's a really exciting time to be a pro wrestling fan, I think, especially for the people who have been following AEW the last few years. I believe we've done some of the best pay-per-views, some of the best made events on TV, and now I think the roster just keeps getting better. And since we've had a rampage, more opportunities to feature more great wrestlers. But who could he be talking about? Melser mentioned the latest wrestling newsletter that, quote, Keith Lee mm-hmm. is on that list, and we're told that he's been uh, talked about for here, here being AEW because it's under the AEW section of the newsletter, if not, has already agreed to a deal here in AEW. That's awesome. They should back up the Brinks truck to get Keith Lee in AEW. That man is a star. Yeah, he's great. How WWE bungle that situation blows my mind. You put Keith Keith Lee in the ring, let him be Keith Lee, you make a ton of money. It's that simple. Yeah. It's yeah. that simple. No, absolutely. How about this? Uh, I don't know, Dynamite or something. I know they're teasing Darby Allen. Have him do the debut where he beats a guy for a title. I, yeah, I don't advocate that for very much, but it's just Sammy Guevara. <laughs> like, <laughs> hey, who put on a killer match tonight? It was a fun match tonight. Who put on a killer match tonight? That dude can wrestle he can his wrestle. boots off. He is a terrific wrestler. That being said, He's fine if he loses to Keith Lee. Keith Lee. Um, so Tony Khan tweeted after Rampage, uh, quote, as referenced on Rampage, I have a surprise on Dynamite live on TBS. A top wrestler will walk through the forbidden door this Wednesday and debut at AEW. More info to come. Thank you to everyone who joined us for a great Rampage tonight. See you Wednesday on TBS. So I would think since he mentioned forbidden door, that won't be Keith Lee because Keith right. Lee's a free agent. Yeah, right, right, he right. He right, right, Keith right. Lee. Yeah. I know Jay White lives in the States. He's got stuff going impact. Same for Gorilla's Destiny. Mr. Sinister, don't say that name. Don't say Shane McMahon. Oh, I don't want to see Shane McMahon gr- anywhere, ne- anywhere near Come AEW. on, man. Hey, listen, listen. You know what? You got to put your business hat on, buddy, because that would do huge numbers for us. No, that's... People no. would love it. <laughs> they would love it. No, I would not love it. Sweating all over everybody. That'd be don't awesome. want to see it happen. Yeah. Don't want to see it happen. Yeah, good stuff. Not at all. Uh, but I mean, I don't know. I don't know who it would be, but it's exciting. We'll see. Uh, oh, Keith dude. Lee? Heck yes, please. Let's give it. Hey, let's. You give five, I give five. All right. All right. Who's your number I already five? Said, I already said Jay White and Grills of Destiny, so I need three more. All right. Okay. Well, then I'll do five and four Shane Mercer, Grim Reefer. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> all right. Good. Good. Yeah. Um, You're up. I think outside the box now a little bit more. Yeah, man. <laughs> got me with with Grim Reefer. <laughs> I figured I would. Now I'm I got to come with something honestly, really I'm good. I'm just trying to stump you. <laughs> oh, got it. Jeff Jarrett. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. That's good. Uh, oh, man. Uh, I'm going to go with... I am going to go with... Um, 
Oh, 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 you know who would be really cool? Like, I don't know if he, like, if his profile's high enough, but uh, I think he signed with NWA, Darius Lockhart. Oh, yeah. Just from that one promo alone, I want to see yeah. more of that guy. That's a great promo. That's like, a great he, promo. I don't know. Uh, I don't Mr. Sinister. There, there, here's a great it. answer from Mr. Sinister, Dick Togo. So, uh, Tony That's Khan great. just tweeted again, says, Forbidden Door can be open for anyone from any wrestling promotion in the world, whether or not it's a company AEW is on good terms with. And even if it's someone from a company that's open for business, they're also welcome to slam the door in the face of their prior company. Okay. Well, okay. Wait a second. Okay. Listen, Tony, can I just tell Tony something real quick? It doesn't you count. If they're the camera. Tony, Steve here. Listen, man. Forbidden door does not mean free agents. People who are not signed in a place, they are not. That's not the forbidden door. The forbidden door is other companies that like previously unheard of. At, I'll be honest, at this point, isn't it just a door to another company? It's not even a forbidden door anymore. It should the forbidden door should be exclusive for companies that you can't really work with. He he's not he can't be defining the forbidden door, redefining it rather. Well, Come can't on, he? Tony. He said he was the forbidden door. He said that, but that's not really. That was just him goofing. He was on impact about, when he said it, so it's not canon. What about Will Osprey? He's in the states, or is the states often? Yeah, that's a good name. Um. Uh. Yeah, that's good. Uh, how about uh, Eric Young, the provocateur, auteur, good. filmmaker? What about Ninja Mac? That's the name right there. Noah's own Ninja Mac. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, that'd be killer. He's, he has a match on Impact coming up. Who's the Deadlock Pro Wrestling Champion? Is it uh, Calvin Tankman? No, no, it's I not. Think it's Who Bojack? Is it? Oh, it's Bojack. I think so. All right. I probably should have watched that pay-per-view. I will. I promise. I don't have my Deadlock Do hoodie, but I love Deadlock. They're great. I love Deadlock, too. Yeah, they're awesome. Um, so it uh, seemed like AEW, people are pretty happy to be there. Let's talk about a place people aren't happy to be, WWE. Seemingly, so, right? Uh, wow. Yeah, during yesterday's investor call, Vince McMahon uh, announced the company had its best financial year ever in 2021, making over $1 billion in revenue. Dang. And while spirits are surely or probably high in WB's boardroom, given that financial news, Fightful Selects reports that morale among talent, quote, seems to be near a decades-long low, if not an all-time low. So Fightful was told by several talents that they were, quote, discouraged and disappointed in the direction of the company. One talent told Fightful that, quote, nothing matters outside of four people, maybe. Another talent told Fightful that they've, quote, never felt less heard and that their attempts to talk to Vince are, quote, ignored, met with haste, or sometimes seemingly spiteful go the other way based on their recommendations. And then several talents told Fightful that they believe Vince will eventually sell WB as it's, quote, the only way they can possibly rationalize some of the decision-making. I mean, you'd look at SmackDown tonight. No. Not much happened. No. They set up Goldberg versus Roman. And then Ronda, for reasons still unknown to me, decided to pick Charlotte for WrestleMania. Yeah. Um, Otherwise, uh, in between, not much happened. Yeah. No, I, I, I yeah. The, 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 the really sad bit there is the, you know, sometimes uh, the, their attempts to talk to Vince are ignored, met with haste, or sometimes seemingly spitefully go the other way based on their recommendations. That's the most annoying. It's like, what is he like annoyed with people trying to grab that brass ring at this point? It's like, hey, Vince, I got 14 weeks of TV. We're going to do the opposite. Well, here's the thing. So I was listening to an episode of Something to Rest because we're prepping for the next going in a raw view. And they were talking about the Katie Vicks. Uh, uh, 
Oh, segment. oh, wow, yeah, 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 yeah. And so there was a disagreement about how it should be shot. Vince wanted to play it very serious. Pritchard and Triple H wanted to be really over the top. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. And so they I'm came sorry, to wait, Vince. What would that entail? Vince playing like the, the well, Triple finish, H, Katie Vick thing. Yes, that scene, like that specific scene. Yes, I'm Holy talking about shit. that specific scene. Oh wow! So Vince, said, they came to a compromise, which is they would film it both ways, and then Vince said, "But I'm going to do mine first. And so they shot his first, and of course, as Pritchard says it, Vince was like. God damn, that's perfect. <laughs> and, he t- and he tells the crew to rap. <gasps> no. Yes. So Triple H and Bruce don't get to shoot it their way. And so what we saw was Vince's idea. And then like tr- after the fact, even this is all according to Bruce, Triple H, Bruce, even Kevin Dunn went up to Vince and said, you can't show this. This is going too far. Ooh. And he got mad. Oh, my God. So this isn't like a new thing where he'll do stuff out of spite. This is what he does. Well, that's a little bit different, though. That's just not well, listening no, here, to reason. They finish, they finish. So, that's a great so story. The following, the following week, so, you know, they get a bunch of crap from the press and stuff. And they have to issue a statement. And so the next week is they have the bit where uh, I think Hurricane comes out and she goes in the Tron. And there's a, a, somebody with a, a Triple H mask on mm-hmm. getting an enema. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, okay, I mean, that's that's kind of their way. Pardon the the the, the unintentional pun of sticking it to Triple H. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's that's exactly what we're talking about. You're absolutely right. That's, yeah, I did finish my story, but that's yeah. the point. You know? <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. No, I mean, just the idea that you know Ali has this great idea, and it seemed very specific and very thought out and very considered, and then he and then Vince is like. Mm. And I don't know if it's like, oh, Vince doesn't like that it's not his idea or Vince just wants to do evil foreign heel, but like they blow up at each other. That was another thing. You know, I, when I saw this the first or when I saw that we were <clears throat> the, the morale still sucks thing, I was like, oh, wait, is this a melter thing? I was like, oh, God, this is fightful. I mean, you know, it's right if it's fightful. That's it's just it's just an absolute drag to know this because you can see it on the screen, too. You know, what the fuck is Goldberg doing there anyways? Like, have we not? I know, I know, like, it's Saudi Arabia, and they have, you know, uh, a nostalgia bone they like to pick. I mean, they wanted, like, Yokozuna, for God's sakes, and the Ultimate Warrior. Um, But it's like, God damn. How about this? What if you just do this? What if you just advertise that he's going to be in this, on the Saudi Arabia show, and then they just do that at the Saudi Arabia show? You don't chew up SmackDown airtime to build this crap because nobody wants to see this or maybe people do. I don't know, but I don't, um, I certainly don't. it's I just, certainly don't. This is, yeah. he can't move anymore. Like I look, he had that, uh, uh, decent fun, uh, match with Bobby Lashley. And that's gotta be it. Unless it's big E, but big, even big E looks so dejected. Yeah. Understandably too. Right. I mean, they just sort of churn through, their stories to get back to the to the big names to Brock to Roman here's Goldberg, and it's just it's it's just I don't know man, it's just uh. no it is it, it's 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 a bummer. There was a time when SmackDown was a really enjoyable show, but seemingly for the last few episodes, it's it's fallen into the same pattern where you get these ridiculously short matches. Yeah. Yeah, and by and large, they basically have no consequence. Mm-hmm. You know, while New Day versus Los Lotharios was perfectly enjoyable. Yeah, 
it was a fun match. Yeah. I have a hard time believing it's going to go anywhere because Los Lotharios lost clean. Mm-hmm. And then you're trying to build up to a tag title match. You're supposed to be building up to a tag title match between the Usos and Viking Raiders at Elimination Chamber. Yet you have Jimmy Uso beat uh, Eric in maybe 90 seconds. Mm-hmm. How you building heat for that match with a match that lasts 90 seconds? You want to SmackDown was really weird tonight. In that apart, it was bookended by kind of talky segments. Yeah. But there wasn't like long talking segments in between, but there also wasn't a lot of wrestling. No, there was There was a lot yeah, of filler. No. There was a lot of recaps from the Rumble. Yeah, there was. There was a lot was of recaps like, from the show. It was like they, they injected all the recaps from, from like a Raw. Um, going back to the morale bit, this was like, in, reading this is like infuriating. So uh, Jade Cargill mm, mm, was mm. on Talk as Jericho. And uh, and the, so these these transcripts here are from wrestling headlines uh, dot com. And uh, she talks about WWE being very interested in signing her. And uh, she says um, uh, she says, uh, we want you. We're going to sign you, but we're kind of worried about how bad you want this. And we're not just some reality show. We're not just glitter and lights and cameras. And I was like, OK. And he said. Uh, also, you have a child. I said, yeah, you you know, I do. And they were like, well, what are you going to do? She said, because at that time, my daughter was two. And I was like, well, thankfully, because I have money, we can pay a tutor to help tutor my child, being that we have to re- relocate to Orlando. I, ha- I can have a 24-hour nanny, but they were really grilling me about it, in which I was kind of cut off. I was like, well, my spouse can travel me with, with me wherever we go. This could be easy for me. I thought about all the precautions to this. Like, I've been warned about traveling. I get it. He said, yeah, I get what you're saying, but this is your family now. I want you to know that. Fuck you. No, man. No. No. And that's why I think there are certain people like Sami Zayn, for example, resigned. Kevin Owens resigned. Because I do think that there are certain people who can look at WWE as the job that it is and and just be like, okay, I'm going in. I do my job. I mean, granted, it's an incredibly demanding job and they get the money and and they're able to support their families or their causes or whatever. But people who are there for like to be there, to be all in on it, to to people that actually buy into the bullshit that this is the family, they get Mm -hmm. treated like dog shit. They do. Then they're more. It's like, well, fuck, this is what I have. This is what I'm putting my everything into. And this is what I'm getting out of it. Mm hmm. That's horrible. It is horrible. It is horrible. It is. I, I remember seeing that headline. I'm like, gosh. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. That's that's. Mm. I hey, I want to check out a uh, uh, Jade on Talkus Jericho. I need to listen Same. to the whole thing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, well, that, that those quotes came out. I'm like, I can't. Like, in one sense, I could believe it because I could see someone in WWE trying to say that or saying that as mm. a pitch. without realizing how off-putting that is. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience 
and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly. Which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. All right, let's talk about SmackDown if we have to. Uh, I already kind of said it was a whole lot of nothing. It was a whole lot of nothing. Let's say, look, it was it was almost impressive how little they got, how little they did in the first hour of the show. Let's take the same approach. <laughs> Let's take the same approach here. Fair enough. All right. The show up on the show. With Roman Reigns. Well, wait, 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 wait. I was going to say this. I was going to say this. So, like, you, you, you wrote extensive notes here. It's got this whole uh, Paul Heyman promo thing, right? Instead of actually de- like verbatim saying his words, let's just talk about what Paul Heyman revealed here for this segment. All sure. right. Sure. Because yeah. this was, re- it's, it's always relatively interesting when they sort of explain like how this all came about and that Paul Heyman explains that this was no grand conspiracy. This was not a pre-planned thing with him and Roman. What happened with him and Brock, he realized. So he said back in December, uh, he had said that he was protecting Roman from Brock and he realized he made a mistake. He got fired. So he realigned with Brock and everything was great until Brock said title for title. And he was like, we had what we wanted. Brock was on Raw. Roman was on SmackDown. The only thing we didn't have was this, Heyman with the Tribal Chief. He said, but we were fine. And then he says, title for title. And I'm like, you idiot. Why would you ruin a perfectly good thing? And then I, it dawned on me, I need to be protecting Brock from Roman. And so at the Rumble, Roman comes and he does his thing and he offers his hand his employment, his love, and and that's that's the story of, of Paul Heyman and Roman Reigns. Did you like this, or would you have preferred there to be like, oh, this was uh, 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 you know designed from the beginning, or or did you buy that the idea is all the everything that we saw play out played out the way like as it was playing out as it was playing out some sort of conspiracy yeah. some right, plan yeah. Um, I mean, I, guess I don't know. I, I don't know yeah. if it, I don't. I don't know if it matters much which yeah. route they went to get to the same destination. I like that they explained um, it though. I appreciate yeah, they explained that. it, which I is which is refreshing that. for WWE to actually explain something that happens on their programming. Yeah. Um, but then at the same time, him saying that, you know, considering we're gonna get Brock and Roman at Mania, probably title for title, and this is what the probably like fifth time they made a minute show third WrestleMania. They've, they've made mm-hmm. a minute together. Yeah. I expect there, there to be more twists, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. there's gotta be more layers to this. Yeah. I don't know. We got Goldberg if it's coming just, up at, uh, yeah. I mean, Roman will beat him. 
And then after that, I don't think there's another pay-per-view between Elimination Chamber and Mania. Yeah, right. Yeah. I don't think. I don't think um, and so once they're 100% going on the build to Mania between Brock and Roman, there's got to be something to add more intrigue to this. If this is it, if this if Brock is just upset that well, he's already upset with Roman and just kind of like doubly so now that he feels betrayed by Heyman, mm-hmm. I understand that's plenty of motivation to, to for the story in the match. I just feel like, given the history between these two, I kind of feel like there's, there's got to be more to it. I'm not saying there's, so there should be. I just feel like there's going to be more, I, should, I guess I should say. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm actually kind of okay with it. I mean, at this point, we're, what, 60 days away. You know, Brock's going to win that title elimination chamber, and it's going to be title for title, winner takes all, or whatever they want to call it. Um, yeah. <clears throat> so, uh, so, yeah, I mean, I'm you know, the, the turn was the turn. Would it have been better if there was a couple more twists and turns? I don't know. Um, but uh, but I, I like that, you know, Heyman comes out and he has, you know, I, I don't know. I kind of like the idea that what we see on the screen isn't subterfuge. What we see on the screen is, is it playing out? Is it an evolving uh, relationship? Yeah, totally. Right, yeah, totally. yeah. I, I, I kind of appreciate that. So Yeah, yeah, I don't disagree yeah. with that. Uh, so after uh, Heyman finishes up, uh, he he says, uh, Brock, you're going to have to acknowledge Roman at WrestleMania. And he says, this is how you do it. He turns to Roman. Uh, says, I acknowledge you with my tribal chief. And he says, now it's Oklahoma City's chance to acknowledge Roman. Everybody boos. And then Goldberg comes out. He's got his T-shirt tucked into his jeans. So tucked in. Yeah, it's super like old man tucked in. There's like a good six inches of shirt that's tucked in for sure. He just even he just even looks like when he did his little kick thing at the on the ramp and he's walking down, he just doesn't walk like he's good and ready to go i don't know man i mean i get it he's getting his money and that's fine and i'm, I'm sure they're gonna like it in saudi arabia but it's just it, it's a pit stop and they got i mean i don't know i don't know who else they could have done i'm glad they're not doing drew mcintyre at elimination chamber instead because that's just going to be a one and done thing for him if that were the case oh, instead we're getting drew versus madcap moss for the second time on pay-per-view steve So, uh, so after that, after that, was, <laughs> yeah, it was uh, Ridge Holland versus Ricochet. This match uh, uh, happened to motivate a tag match between uh, these two participants and the people that were in their corners, which were Cesaro and Sheamus. So this first match didn't last very long. Uh, there's some stuff going on outside. Uh, uh, Ridge gets back in the ring. Ricochet hits him with a recoil, gets the win. We go to commercial. We come back. It's a tag match for some reason. Yeah, Ridge Holland looked like kind of an asshole in that first one because apparently he needed Sheamus to be paying attention to him to to score the win. Yes, uh, Ricochet got him, and they came back, and yeah, a commentary said Sheamus uh, asked the official for this to become a tag match so they can he could get his comeuppance or some shit like that. It was like the weakest motivation for a tag match. Yeah, so, he asked. Uh, <laughs> he yeah, asked. he asked. So, uh, anyways, uh, Ridge gets the pin on Cesaro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, he tags himself in while Cesaro is hitting Sheamus with a, a superplex, and he just runs in and hits his finish on Cesaro to get the win. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep, yep. Uh, yeah, Ridge looked like an idiot there, but I mean, I guess we got to see him, you know, win also. Uh, yeah, then we had this dude. This felt like it should have been on like whatever the SmackDown equivalent of main event is. That I know there isn't one, but in my head I call it superstars. Um, or darker elevation if it was AEW. Jimmy Uso, right who is one half of the number one contenders for the tag title. No, Jimmy Uso is one of the tag is one, one Sorry, half of the tag Ray Rowe. Sorry. Ray Rowe, also known as Eric. 
mm-hmm. uh, one half of the number one contenders for the tag titles, taking on one half of the tag champions. And uh, 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 Eric may, is made to look like an absolute asshole. This was a 90-second match, maybe Super three short. minutes, maybe. I don't know. It was really, really short. And Jimmy Uso got the win here with the top rope splash. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was ridiculously short. Ridiculously short. Uh, then we got Aaliyah versus Natalia for the third time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, Aaliyah is dominating early. Natalia then lays her out with this clothesline. Uh, she takes Aaliyah down to the floor and then starts like ramming her into the barricade, into the apron, and the ref's like counting and telling them, get in the ring. Yep. You can see where this is going. Yeah, sure. So at about seven, Aaliyah pushes Natalia into the barricade, runs back in the ring to beat the 10 count, she wins by countdown. Yeah. Yeah, and then like later on, I'm just going to get to this now. Later on, Natalia uh gets a um a dungeon match. She 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 asked Pierce and Sonya Deville for like a dungeon match. Only pin pins and uh and, and submissions. And uh she was going to go and tell Aaliyah, who I like that Aaliyah's got that shirt, that Austin-esque shirt. They should just do it with the impact font like they did with the Austin shirt. The Austin 24. Yeah, no. or, I'm sorry, Austin 316. 24. 316. <laughs> One of the 24-7 champions had the had the 24-7 yeah, I know, thing there. I know. Well, it didn't. Oh, I was thinking something else. Uh, anyways, we get a quick bit. Uh, Shotzi's backstage on her phone. Drew Gulak like, walks up to her, and then Drew McIntyre just walks by both of them with his giant sword. That was it. Yeah, I think they did that to pop Pat McAfee because he's got a thing for Drew Gulak. Uh, I was disappointed that Pat McAfee did not mention anybody pooping their pants tonight because I swear in every broadcast he talks about, oh, and you just saw a man poop his pants. (laughs) I'm surprised he didn't do that with Madcap when he almost got impaled. Yeah, I know, I know. You just saw Madcap poop his pants. Uh, so we got a Drew McIntyre promo. He's like, hey, it feels good to be back. You're wondering how I got back so fast. So he says, essentially, the doctor said to him, you're not making the Rumble. You're certainly not making Mania. Drew looked at him and said, kiss my ass, rehabbed a lot, and he's back. Um, he says the Rumble didn't go as planned, but my sights are set on Corbin and Moss. They tried to end his career. So Corbin walks out to the ramp. He's like, Drew, was it all worth it? Was it worth it to come back so soon to risk your career to be thrown out like a bag of garbage against at the Rumble? said you failed you aren't going to mania and so moss tries to sneak up behind him and uh drew sees it coming just points the sword at him oh yeah like it was kind of a no look too he was like oh. it was oh i didn't see that one coming yeah come tuesday and then he says i want you to tell me a joke and uh, uh he says corbin if you step in the ring, i will draw blood <laughs> um, yeah and then he said, so Moss is starting to tell some joke. And Drew says, no, 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 no. When I was gone, you were making fun of me. You're telling a bunch of Drew McIntyre jokes. Do one of your Drew McIntyre jokes. So Moss does. Then to be honest and with if, you, if this was like even bad. in kayfabe, it was on the fly. Uh, he's like, oh, uh, okay. Well, what does a guy who uh, is found not guilty of a crime have in common with the main event of WrestleMania? They're scot-free. They're both scot-free, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty good. Somewhat clever. <laughs> It's a little clever. Anyway, so uh, at first, Drew's all serious. Then, he, then, he, then he's laughing. It's obviously fake laughter. And then he hits Moss with the Claymore, and he tells Corbin, I'm going to make your life hell every single week. This is just the beginning. So that means we're going to get weeks of this crap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Weeks. 
He could finish uh, it all get... just by impaling Madcap Moss. It would all be done. It could have ended it tonight. I wish he would have said that he claymored his doctor. That'd be funnier. <laughs> that would have been great. Yeah. Uh, then we got Sami Zayn, the, the bit where at the Jackass premiere where he's there. Knoxville sees him, gets him kicked out. Cattle prod Sammy on the way out. That was awesome. I really want to see Knoxville at Mania. That would be pretty fun. And then Sammy's in Sonya's office, Sonya and Pierce's office. He was like, how could you have allowed that to happen? Why did that happen? Where is my intercontinental title shot? I won the number contender ship like, what, two months ago? Yeah, which is a really good point, actually. Yeah, and Sonya says, all right, next week you can have your match. Sammy says, well, that'd be great, but I just got electroshocked. I need more time to recuperate. So Adam Pierce says, what about two weeks? Sammy's like, all right. And Pierce says, what if we invite Knoxville? And Sammy just goes, very funny. He walks mm-hmm. out. And that's yeah. when Natalia walks in and the dungeon match was made. After that, we had Shinsuke Nakamura versus Jinder Mahal. Boogs comes out. He's like trying to do his guitar. Didn't work. He was like, huh, eh, well, whatever. Working. He comes over and he does his whole intro thing. And then uh, uh, Sammy comes out for this match to join commentary. Uh, and uh, yeah, Jinder loses this via Kinshasa. And then afterwards, Nakamura puts his title down and gives Sammy the old come on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're back in Sonya and Adam Pierce's office. Naomi comes in and she goes, I'm not going to do anything. You got your jacket on. But you had to have known I was going to come after you after what you did at the Rumble. And he says, right now, uh, Naomi says, right now, you got five minutes come to the ring. And Sonya says, no, I'm so busy. I got emails to answer, so on and so forth. And Naomi says, fine, next week. And Sonya says, I can't next week. You already got a match against Charlotte Flair for the SmackDown was title. For the title, yeah. And Naomi's like, I don't trust you. You're yeah. probably lying to me. How do I know this is legit? And Adam Pierce says, "It's I'll, I'll make the match official. Yeah. It's legit. Yeah. I mean, I just really want Naomi to just say, just for the sake of logic, be like, okay, but can Sonya not be the referee, please? Can we just do that? Can Can Sonya please be banned from being out there Hard while we're all here together? And Adam Pierce, you clearly see what's going on here. Can she yeah. be banned from having any participation in this match, please, for once? Mm-hmm. Please. And then we got a Goldberg video package. Like we, he's a a a a, a new superstar. It's always nice to be reminded, you know, of, of, of Goldberg's accomplishments. You know, I mean, honestly, I would prefer if they just rolled the Regal match with Goldberg. That's what I would prefer. Just can I we mean, see I, that? To be fair, I'd rather watch this video package than another one of his matches. <laughs> yeah, but the Regal one was good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, then they announced that Drew McIntyre versus Madcap Moss is happening at Elimination Chamber for some reason. Don't know why. You know what? That's I'm fine with that. Get it over in the morning. Get it over with in the morning. I don't want Drew versus. Hey, you know what? The alternate all, uh, is Drew going to take on Baron Corbin at Mania? Uh huh. Oh, that's the match, isn't it? Yeah. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. I like Baron Corbin uh, as a wrestler, though. I'll, there's a lot to like about Baron Corbin. He just is continually had an awful creative. That's nuts. Is there anybody else who's just who just had? Terrible creative from the get go. Oh, I, I guess Conan in WWF. Remember they gave him Max Moon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, then we got Natalia interview. Uh, she's like, "I'm not going to wait to tell Aaliyah about this dungeon match next week. I'm going to do it now." So she walks with the women's locker room, and Zaya Lee walks out, mm. and he just goes, "Next week." Yeah, but like she walked out, she left. Was there the threat that she was going to come back in? Is that the thing? Maybe. Oh wow. Maybe. Uh, uh, probably match of the night because 
Like the bar was really low. Yeah, no, what else? This is the longest match of the night. There was a decent match tonight. It was the New Day versus the Los Lotharios. Of course, I refer to them as the Umberto's Garza because that's mm-hmm. both of their names. Uh, so it began, it was like earlier in the day, they were doing a photo shoot where they were, you know, showing off their bodies or whatever. And the New Day come in and they just sort of mock them a little bit. Biggie takes a rose. He looks, he just, he's, he's so, even, even half-assing it, I can tell Big E is very entertaining, but I can always tell when this man is half-assing it. Um, cause he's just so, dege- I shouldn't say half-assing. I just be like, he's, he's, he's like dejected. Yeah. It's completely understandable. Yeah. Kofi seems okay though. He's like, oh no, man, welcome to the club. <laughs> you know, like, hey, we've all been there. I mean, Kofi was was pretty dejected for weeks, if not months, after losing that title to Brock. Again, yeah. completely understandable. They wouldn't even let him like get a rematch or anything. It was weird. Nope. nope. Uh, so, anyways, this is a really fun match, though. This was really it was cool. a lot of fun. Yeah, it was. Uh, a lot of fun. There was like a couple of false finishes towards the uh, towards the end, but in the end, New Day hit Midnight Hour for the win. Yeah, it was good. Uh, and then, you know, they were advertising Rondo was going to be on SmackDown for the first time ever. She was going to make her decision. And so before all that happened, Charlotte comes down. We go to commercial, we come back. Sonia's in there, too. And so Sonia says, you know, I haven't run this by the higher up. But I had a conversation with Becky Lynch. And Becky told me that Rhonda has chosen her as her mania opponent. She's going to get a contract soon. So Charlotte, you need to pick an opponent for, for mania, someone for you to face. And then uh, Charlotte talks a bunch of trash about Rhonda. Um, essentially says, if you don't go with Becky, that's the safer route for you. Um, she says, uh, I'm the main event of Mania, so I'm going to pick someone who isn't even here tonight. I'm going to pick Sasha Banks. And says, uh, it's going to be the birth, best and worst day of your life, Sasha. You have a contract waiting for you. So Rhonda comes out. And Rhonda's like, oh, everybody's talking about me. But last time I checked, I won the Rumble. I get to pick who I face. And the Rhonda says, being a mom, yes, that did change my perspective. Um, and she says, Charlotte, you're one of many people who's, who I owe an ass beating to. You're not special. You're just first. I'll see you at WrestleMania. So is the and idea I get what here, she's saying is she, yeah. she, she wants, Rhonda wants both Becky and Charlotte. I get Yeah, that. yeah. And she's just saying, you're first. Yeah, right. I just kind of feel like I'd wish there was stronger motivation for her to decide. All right, Charlotte, you're first. Other than that, she was just there to talk trash to her at that moment. That's kind of what it felt. Yeah, I don't dis- I don't <clears throat> I don't disagree with you. There should have been a bigger thing, you know. But then the last time Becky and Charlotte were in a ring together, you know, it didn't go so great. I mean, there was a Survivor Series, but you know, before that, that whole championship. Their cha- I don't know who had a worse championship handover. Was it you or you, us or them? Oh, it was them. It was them. Yeah, because they were actually in there near. There was not a wall separating them. <laughs> I was in the safety of my garage, so I yeah. avoided mostly awkwardness. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you guys check out the Friendo Club TV channel. That yes. encounter can be found at this time. So was the idea? It was the idea behind this. Like reading between the lines, was the idea that Charlotte had Sonia tell her the Becky thing. So that then Charlotte could try to manipulate the situation because Becky on Twitter claims that she never talked to Sonia. And then yeah. in the end, it seemed like Sonia expected Charlotte to have her back when Rhonda was ripping it out of its socket. It was it was completely and totally convoluted. 
It was so because that's what happened. So, so I'm just making sure that that is that what I was supposed to glean. Look, I know I'm not the smartest man in the world. I know I like to play a clown here on the show, but legitimately, was that the idea behind this story right here? It's as good an explanation as any. Cause okay. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I mean, we've seen we've seen Sonya try to uh, help out Charlotte in the past. Yes, this happened before. Yeah, it happens. So, so after after Ronda makes her choice, Charlotte says, "Oh, I'm back at the main event of WrestleMania." And he says, this title is my baby, and my baby is prettier than yours. So Rhonda's taking off her jacket. She's ready to fight. Sonya's like, hey, I run this show, not you. I tell you what to do. And so Rhonda kind of shoves her aside, starts going after Charlotte, and then Sonya jumps on her back. Mm-hmm, yeah. And then Rhonda does that kind of uh, slow drop slam and then puts the arm bar on Sonya. Yeah, and she's like, get, get her off me. Get her off me. Charlotte's like, I don't want any piece of that. I'm yeah. just like, yeah. But know. the whole attempt at subterfuge with the whole Becky thing, I saw, I heard that. I'm like, what? And then Becky's like, hey, no, are you ca- were you catfished? She said that on Twitter. It was pretty funny. It was, um, it yeah, was just, it, it was confusing. It, it was all, it was all pretty silly. Again, you just you look at what's going on. And you see these awesome, comp- these awesome performers, and it's like, is this like the, in the writing room? Like Bruce was like, yeah, no. So you're gonna, you're gonna say that Becky is gonna take on Ronda. It's like, why would I say that? To trick to trick Rhonda. I know, to swerve people. But why? <laughs> because when people think that she might be facing Becky. How would that work? She's not. Rhonda, why would you why Rhonda's gonna be there? She's gonna make the decision. Why would that doesn't make any fucking sense? Like Bruce. if if, if Rhonda was gonna face Becky, then you have that announcement on Raw. I would pay if I had so if I had fucking like NBC, you know, somebody had <laughs> There should be, I wish I could pay money for, I'd pay good money, like good money for a something to wrestle with Bruce Pritchard, but on weekly current WWE TV. Oh, absolutely. That would be amazing for Conrad just every week. What the fuck, Bruce? Who booked this shit? Well, you know, the, the, we, we, had, we wanted, Charlotte wants to fight Sasha. And so we had Sonya tell her that Becky, that Rhonda wants Becky. Okay, but, but Rhonda's going to be there. Yeah, but no, they're hoping that she'll choose Becky by saying it. Bruce, what the fuck? Yeah, no. <laughs> doesn't make any fucking sense. It doesn't make any sense. No wonder more Alice Lou. No, I know. It's just fucking weird. It it's just weird. It's just weird, man. It is weird. Uh, let's move on to Rampage. There's some good wrestling. Yeah, man. Um, man, that, that was all the matches were good. Yeah, no, well, I mean, the Adam Cole that was a pretty quick match. I mean, it wasn't as quick as the it was basically Smackdown a squash match. match. It was basically a. Squash I was match. glad to see we could talk about this a little bit because, like, we so evidently Kyle O'Reilly is uh, going to be a new dad soon. Congratulations! Is, is, oh, he is. is okay. Okay, great. Yes. Um, and that might be the reason they've sort of dropped the Young Bucks undisputed era thing, but mm-hmm. it also seems like they're having Adam Cole turn this corner. Uh, he might be chasing gold or going in a more serious route than, oh, it's the Undisputed Era and the Young Bucks and, and AEW, NXT, who's going to get custody of Adam Cole, jokey kind of stuff. It's not jokey, but, you know, it, it was definitely, there were moments that could be considered that way, and he was teaming up with mm-hmm. Britt, and now he's just he's just a man by himself. He's a man alone, seemingly. Well, I mean, it, I, I think the idea is, he lost to Orange Cassidy, 
Now he's refocused. He's motivated. It lit a fire under his ass. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's, he's he's got a he's humiliated kind issue. of issue. Yeah. Yeah. He is because he, he he makes an issue of constantly saying, "I'm a defeat," and the record shows that. What happened My last week doesn't that. exist. He said tonight. Never happened. Yeah, it never happened. It's fiction. fiction. You thought I lost. You were wrong. <laughs> you were wrong. Um, did you notice Michael Cole was doing a bunch of that on SmackDown tonight? What? Really? He was doing a bunch during the recaps. Or there's a couple instances where I noticed where he's like, "You think such and such was going to happen? <laughs> you were wrong." <laughs> oh, that's great. It you thought you great. saw so a man Cole. poop your pants. You were wrong. So Adam Cole uh, beats Evil Uno pretty pretty quickly. Yep. Uh, hits a couple super kicks, falls with the boom for the win. He gets the mic. He lists off everybody he's beaten. He says, I'm undefeated. My record says so. Now I don't give a damn about last week. In my mind, it doesn't exist. You know, it does exist. And Adam Cole, who takes what he wants. And what I want is some damn respect. People seem to forget who I am. I'm one of the best pro wrestlers, not only in AEW, but on this planet, have been for years. I've traveled the globe for years. One title after title for years. At the end of the day, Adam Cole always becomes the guy. Adam Cole always ends up running the show. There's something else that I want. Everyone at the end of the day craves certainty. There is one thing that is certain. I will become AEW World Champion. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, after that, we had a Jade Cargill promo. Uh, uh, this one was pretty quick. It was She introduced it. Yeah. I can't remember exactly what she said. She said... Uh... Oh, it's about people flipping through the, the, the TV and they see this and they, yes. they see this segment and then they stop. Yeah, and so Mark starts talking about her record. Uh, she's 26-0. and 0. Soon she'll be 27-0. and 0. And Jade says, oh, but I'm green. Like money. Uh, she says the question is, who's next on her show? TBS, that bitch show. Yeah. Yeah, I think she said something like, People are flipping through the channel, but they see me and then they stop. Yeah, right. Yeah, I think that's what which is said. a solid point because my it goodness, is, she it looks is, like it a is, million a bucks. Point. That is correct. And then we got Sammy Guevara defending the TNT title against Isaiah Cassidy. This is a really fun match. Oh um, yeah, Sammy had the the rib tape going on the DDP rib tape. Did and things really uh, picked up when Andrade and Jose walked down yeah. halfway through the match because Andrade, I guess you know he's he owns fifty one percent of. A H F O. Yeah, that's tough to say. You yeah, really is. have to think about that. Um, and so he wants to make sure his business is running smoothly. Mm-hmm. And so the, he and Matt Hardy are just arguing the entire time out there. <laughs> Every time Cassie takes a move, he's just like asking Matt Hardy, "What is this guy doing? Yeah, what's that? Why about? is he not winning the match? Yeah. Uh, so eventually, though, Sammy gets the win with the uh, GTH after getting mm-hmm. the springboard cutter. And so Andrade gets in the ring in one corner. Hardy gets in the ring in the opposite corner. They kind of surround Sammy. And then Darby runs in to make the save, and Andre Andrade calls Jose in, and, and Jose offers Darby the contract. He was sign. excited. He thought that he was there to sign and and help them against uh, in their five on one against Sammy. But no, he was there uh, to to back Sammy's play, and uh, they they made them scram. They just sort of quietly or slowly left, mm-hmm. and then uh, Darby turned to Sammy. And there was some appreciation there, but then he just started staring at uh, one of his unified TNT titles. And, and pats uh, both of them. he pats them both, and Sammy's like, all right, dude, I'll well, bring it. So, yep. yeah, that was good stuff. Uh, then we get a QT, QT Marshall promo. Uh, he's just talking trash about Hook. He says, uh, I'm sending someone for Hook, one of my prized pupils. And as much as Hook's star is risen next week, it's going down. 
Who's the prize pupil going to be, Larson? Has Hooker already faced Aaron Solo? <laughs> it's somebody, I think he said it's somebody you haven't seen. It's a debuting oh. student. Yeah, so it's going to be. Oh, a no, no, no. Oh, it's no. not going to be a go-go, is it? He's debuted no, already. So. He had a pay-per-view match. Yeah, I saw him. He was on Dark this week, and he was like, he was like, they signed all these big stars, and now here I am on Dark. <laughs> <laughs> He's what on. people are saying is Blake Lee. Oh, is that okay? So there's okay. Wesley Blake. Then that's what somebody in our chat was saying earlier. Oh, okay. That's cool. Uh, then we got Enforcer <laughs> says Astro heavy. Astro yes, heavy. Yeah, Hook would have no chance if it was Astro heavy. No. Uh, we got a Chris Statlander interview. She says I've been observing Layla lately. She comes from an, an amateur background, but this is professional wrestling. And she needs to start acting like a professional. <laughs> Layla comes running up from behind her, blasts her with the oh chair, God. throws the chair to the Statlander, and then hits a running knee into it. Right into Statlander's gnarly. face. And then smiles at the camera and walks away. Yeah, and then Red Velvet comes running up. And she's like, ooh, sorry, I wasn't catering. Uh, and then we had, uh, this was a fun match, Mercedes Martinez versus Thunder Rosa. Uh, but uh, uh, Martina, she was like, hey, uh, I'm here for one reason. I'm going to take you out. She did with a lead pipe. Man, that was rough. And then Thunder Rosa got the win here by DQ, and we find out after a Serena Deep video package uh, that she was like, hey, I was here. I told everybody I was here to take Thunder Rosa out by any means necessary, and then Britt Baker shows up. The mysterious benefactor, apparently. She says, that's not what we discussed. And Jamie's like, whoa, you what? What did you discuss? And Britt's like, uh, she's like, Sterling may have handed you the check. She said, but remember who signed it? Because she told Jamie, she's like, yeah, certain certain people can't get the job done around here. And then Mercedes, like, uh, she's like, what? I did what you wanted me to do. I took out Thunder Rosa. And Britt's like, <clears throat> you got to finish the job, man. Don't lose to her again. Or your time here is going to be shorter than your time in NXT. She didn't use the word NXT she or the letters, job. but your last job is what she said. Shots yeah. fired at yeah NXT. Uh, then we got her what WWE NXT. Some sort of shot fired there, man. Ah, oh. uh, so we had our customary pre-main event interview. Ricky Starks, Jay Lethal. Uh, so uh, Mark Henry asked Jay is he worried about Will Hobbs being ringside and Lethal says yeah there are two of them and one of me but Ricky I'm going to knock your ego down a peg or two and I'm leaving with that FTW title and Ricky's like there's no ego you've never been in the ring with somebody like me mm. and Jay asks Starks what do you think Taz will think if, he, if you lose that FTW title hey let's find out mm. Uh, so Hugh Longheavy says local competitor, which is a terrific Twitter account, says Blake Lee might be Parker Lee, who is in one of the Nightmare oh. Factory showcases. Okay. Oh, okay. I don't know. I just read what people say and I say it. I think people are joking about Wesley Blake being Blake Lee. I don't know. I can't tell a joke from real life anymore, man. Uh, so anyways, this is a hell of a match. Oh, my God. This is a hell of a match. That finish. That's a good match. Oh, my Ooh. goodness. So uh, uh, Lethal seemingly has uh, uh, Starks ready for his lethal injection and then he goes for it and then freaking Ricky Starks just turns out into a Rochambeau. He just flawlessly oh. goes bang and he throws him on that his head. So smooth. Holy crap, that was, that was awesome. 
great. That was good stuff. Really good match, though. Really good match. Check it out. Check it out. Hey, we sure. just got raided by Kayla. Hey, Kayla. Hey, Kayla. Whoa, Alex Thank is here, you, too. Kayla. What the heck? Whoa. Church Joshi. Whoa. Invasion. Whoa. What's up, everybody? Hi. Hopefully your streamses were good today. We had both yes. the Church Joshi gals doing their streamses today. It's a Friday night, yeah, man. I hope it went well. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Anyway, want to answer a couple questions? Let's answer a couple of the questions. I got a thread here on the Patreon, I swear. I referenced it earlier. You did. <laughs> Anyways, let's see here. Uh, Gregory Faella. Oh, my goodness. When do you realistically see Goldberg not wrestling anymore? I don't know. 2004? That would have been nice. Yeah. That sounds like a good answer. Right? That would have been great. But no, it's solid. 2022. He's like a million trillion years old. Yeah, Still at it. Like, take up marathons or something. Goldberg, Bill. Yeah. Go make some money or doing it. I saw him in a commercial for, like, some cars or something. Yeah, I saw that, too. Uh, Jorge D. asked, which wrestler would you want to go and eat at a Ponderosa Steakhouse with, uh, uh, it says, with the 70s still exist. Wow. It says, applause, applause for Ponderosa Steaks. Which superstar, which wrestler would you go eat steaks? I mean, if they're paying, I don't care who it is, any of them. You know, if they're, I wouldn't want to go with Baron because he probably just be hi uh, like hypercritical of, of Ponderosa's meat. Oh, yeah. I've never been to a Ponderosa Steakhouse. I'm not sure if it's known Nor for quality or not. Yeah, I don't know either. The, the, the commercial that I run for it from 1982 or something plays up the atmosphere of it, I think, not necessarily the quality of the steak. Yeah, it does. It really is all about the atmosphere, not the food. <laughs> So yeah, Baron's not ideal. So who who you think would have like a low, like you know that'd be amazed well, by their shit? Not necessarily someone to be amazed by, it, but someone to be realize an opportunity to sit and have a conversation with people, with somebody, and over a a, a a good meal at a square deal. Yeah, I was gonna say Otis. Yeah, Otis seems like it's not really a conversation, and he's probably gross to eat with, like old school Otis. <laughs> like food just getting oh yeah, mashed yeah. potato all up in his beard. Uh, let's see here. Uh, do you see, I get this question all the time. Uh, soak and roast. Do you see AEW doing brand splits and rampage becoming two hours anytime soon? Not a no. chance. Nope. I dare say never going to happen. I think the WWE brand split was a terrible idea in the first place. Uh, John elite asks who will be AEW's first champ champ. Oh, I like would TN not be shocked oh, if Jade Cargill wins the, the AEW wins title while still being TBS champ. Would not be surprised. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say that's a good answer. I'm gonna say because he said it, and a lot of times people like to follow through with stuff. Uh, Majef, MJF, TNT, and uh, and World Champion at the same time. Uh, let's see here. Um, oh my. Gosh, David Matushek says since Goldberg has entered the title picture, he says it's unlikely. We know this. What would become of the future of the Universal Championship if he wins it again? I mean, they would just do Brock versus Goldberg and Mania, and Brock would be champ, champ. If something happened to Roman, like right before the uh, the thing, or like I don't know, if there was a two percent botch, which with Goldberg in the ring, it's always possible. 
Oh, teepee. <laughs> I went for a long walk today. Long. Oh, man. No, I'm there with you. It's past my Talking about Goldberg beating Roman. I'm Just... taking some donuts to my house, to my parents' house tomorrow morning. Oh, though. great idea. I'm excited about that. It's what, like, uh, uh, what, what are you going to get? 12 hours get? away. Oh, chocolate old fashioned. Same thing I always get. Yeah. I love that, man. What do you, what do you, what's your, what's your thing? Maple, right? You like maple? No, I don't like maples. I like the, the apple fritters. Oh, the apple. Yeah. 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 The place the, nearby has huge apple fritters. Apple fritters are delicious for the cinnamon rolls, but with the clear glaze, ones that have been deep fried. Oh man, that sounds good. They're really good. Yeah, dude. Uh, yeah. Let's see here. We already sort of talked about this. Uh, oh, this is a great question. Mayor of Planet Houston. With the way things have turned out now, what do you think the original plans were? With Was Bobby going to win at day one? Who was supposed to win between Brock and Roman? Uh, especially considering they still wanting another match between the two of Mania. So we thought so that what, like Brock was probably supposed to win. I think that's what we heard, that Brock was supposed to win and then Seth was supposed to win. I definitely think Seth was supposed to win. I feel like Brock was probably going to be some sort of screw job. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Um, let's see here. Dan Barber. This is an easy one to answer. Big E is back doing tag team stuff. Drew is spinning his wheels, fighting Corbin and Moss. And I don't see either beating double champ Roman after Mania. Do you see anyone, anyone else being universal champion in 2022 or maybe even 2023? Definitely not this year. Probably not in 2023 either. Unless like Gable Steveson is like a complete and total like prodigy when it comes to pro wrestling. If he has like insane camera charisma and he takes to it like it's like Kurt Angle again. Mm -hmm. If that is the case, then maybe when he debuts, they're going to try to Lesnar him, you know, up to the top as soon as possible. You know, I think there there's two people I feel like that could the stories there to be the ones to beat Roman and it's actually edge. Mm-hmm. And Seth Rollins. Mm-hmm. Austin Theory. If Austin Theory, if there, if Austin Theory takes off over the next twelve months, maybe he can be the guy. I think that uh, he's not. Gonna, but he's not going to take off in the story with Vince. I'll tell you that. Especially with how slowly they move stories, I agree. But if they were somehow able to sort of crack that Cena type thing. I think he has it. I think it's just a matter of like, does creative have it for him? And I mm-hmm. think as we're going to find out next week on uh, something to wrestle with current WWE product, they don't have it. They don't the have answers, it. No. Anyways, no. Uh, man, great job speed running this right over an hour. <laughs> <laughs> a lot to get through. We there tried. was a lot to get through. I know. Anyways. Hey, thanks everybody for tuning in. We appreciate it. Hopefully everybody has a great weekend. Uh, yes. Over there at MF Steve here, me and the Enforcer are going to be watching some Unsolved Mysteries this weekend. Solve some We're going to solve some mysteries. And, uh, and yeah, and then we'll see you guys back here on Monday. Thanks for watching. Until next time, we'll talk to you later. Bye.
Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast.